won. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It goes. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? Welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I'm in the studio joined by Coach Mike on the board, and we've got some guests here in the studio today. But first, got to take care of some homework and wish my wife a happy 13th anniversary. Happy anniversary. There you go, 13 years. She's put up. She's guys. She's put up with me for thirteen. Years, I'll send her. I'll send her a nice sympathy a, card. Which is a, a <laughs> exactly. Which is a which is a small. Oh, I was like, it's, it's a miracle. I'm just gonna say it's a miracle. But uh, happy anniversary! And uh, tonight I'm gonna take her out for a nice dinner. So I'm excited about that. But I'm also excited about who we've got in the studio today. And this is the state champion, Columbia Central High. Girls rugby team is who we got. We've got That's right. We've got two of the members of the team, uh, Kiana, Kiana, Kiana yes, Edwards, and Lily Harris. Yes, sir. And then we've got their coach, Mr. Brian Vance, and we've got the team mom sitting over here making sure everything runs straight. They're keeping us straight. That's coach right. Coach Vance's wife, Brittany, uh, <laughs> to make everything is uh, run smoothly. And uh, in case somebody gets a boo boo, I guess she was the one you all went to to. Blow on it or put a Band-Aid on it or whatever you all needed to, right? Okay, so like I said, these girls and coach, uh, you all are state champions. And and that's, uh, that is terrific, representing Columbia Central High School. Uh, and people, a lot of people probably listening might be saying, girls – Girls rugby in Columbia, Tennessee. What's going on here? So, uh, and, and this is a program that's been going on for eight or nine years now. Um, and I'm just going to bring you in, and, and, and if you'll just talk to our listeners a little bit about about, well, the, about the whole thing. While we're bragging I mean, on them, though, they didn't stop with the state championship. I know, we're, right? Absolutely. Okay. We're yeah, going to the, we're gonna right, get to the right. national. We're going to say, don't, we're gonna, don't, we're don't, don't cut that, them short there. We're going to hold that. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. folks, and and you're right, Mike, and and I, I I would be wrong if I didn't it didn't talk about this. They just returned from the nationals in Madison, Wisconsin, um, and placed third yes, in the nationals. So that means anybody that knows anything about tournaments, is, you know, you're one game, you're basically one win away from being in the finals. That, that's exactly what happened to us. We uh, we lost our. Third place, there we go. lost our uh, semifinal game, and that was okay. We bounced back from it and came out firing for third place, and I think we really shocked a lot of people. There you go. Now, now explain to explain to everybody how do you, how do you how did you personally get involved coaching at high school girls rugby team? Well, I've been involved with the program for, I'd say, about eight years. Um, I started off on the parent side. My daughter started off as a freshman, came through the program, 
So I was on the parent side of things, learning the game a lot, developing. Every time we went to an outside camp for her to learn as a player, I would take the coaching development course attached with it. So she's learning the player side. I learned the coaching side. We went all over the country. We've hit about 38 different states, learning from some of the best people in the world. Um, some people from England, people from California, New Zealand, France, like all over. And we would come back and just try to share our knowledge. And then over the years, you know, as with other coaching things, you know, some people have life changes and, you know, move away. And so this past year was no different. You know, the previous coach um, had a change in circumstances and was departing and the school reached out and asked if I would be interested. And I always said that, you know, I was always here to support the team. Even after my daughter's been graduated for a few years, I've still stayed involved in some form or fashion. And when the opportunity came about, I said, well, you know, we've got to keep this program alive. Yeah. You know, and sure. so I talked to the wife because I knew that even applying for it, it was going to be a, a family deal, not just a, a me deal. Now, how, how many total players do you have on the team? How many total? I mean, uh, not, I know. So you start 15 players, right? right? Correct. How many total players would you say? So at practice on any given day, we range close to 40 players. That's a lot. That's a lot of young ladies. I mean, that's a lot of girls. And we're going to talk a little bit about about that with uh, Kiana and Lily here in just a second. But forty girls on a team, uh, and it's usually just me at practice. And that that's a big turnout for. I mean, you know, that's a big turnout for girls. Some I know from refereeing basketball over the years. Some schools around here have a tough time. Uh, finding 10 for a girls' basketball team. You know what I mean? And and, and, and and you kind of scratch your head when they come out with seven players, and I'm thinking as an official, gosh, I hope we don't foul a bunch of these out because they're going to end up with three or four players on the team if, if, if they're still competitive. Yeah. Well, and that's so, for us. You know, we've we've got 40 on the squad, and we've lost a few that, you know, kind yeah, of realize it's not for me, and, and that's fine. You know, but that's the great thing about rugby, and I think that's what entices the players to it is – no matter how big, small, fast, slow, whatever body shape, it does not matter. There's a position for you in rugby, and unlike any other sport, every person on that field gets to touch the ball and can and oftentimes does get the opportunity to score. Okay. You know, okay. and like football, no offense to them, but rarely do you see an offensive or defensive lineman no. score a touchdown. No, normally that's a mistake about by one yeah. team or the yeah, other, right. if you know what I mean. But and in rugby, it's equal. Everybody has a chance. And the other great thing about it is, especially in today's world where, you know, we're trying to keep everything equal. We really are. Sure. Rugby is the only sport that has the same set of rules, same laws, same size ball used for men and women. Okay. It's all the same. Well, I mean, you had a you had a perfect season going into the Nationals. The the Columbia Central High Girls rugby team were basically 8-0. Yes, sir. They won the state championship. They beat Riverdale out of Murfreesboro. Bye. Now, the according, <laughs> a, a, a now, huge the, score. <laughs> now, this is not a typo, folks. If you, if you listen, listen to this, okay? They beat Riverdale in the state in the state tournament in the finals 77 to 5. I mean, an average, we were talking before the show, um, that an average score of a, of a, of a hockey, excuse me, yeah. of a rugby game could be, you know, somewhere in the 40s. Maybe not that high. Who knows? Depending on defense, right? right. Defense wins championship. Right. Obviously, you all have a pretty, pretty, pretty stellar defense. Now, give us – there's also another number I want to give our listeners. Give us the yearly total on points you, you scored and the points that – your opponent scored. 
So just for 15s, not including the national tournament, just our regular season, um, we'd outscored our opponents 417 to 36. And with that being said, um, three of those games were forfeits, and we only were awarded 20 points for those forfeits. When so our, I, our other games, we were putting up um, 62 points, 65, 73, and 77. So, okay. So that's dominant. I mean, that's 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 more than dominant. I don't know what you call it, but <laughs> it, I mean, it, you know, it's more than dominant. And so uh, now I'm going to get to uh, Kiana and Lily over here. Now, young ladies, when you're, when you're beating somebody that bad, I mean, is it fun? I mean, it's, I mean, it's, most it's, definitely. It's most definitely fun. <laughs> now, when I when I went to college, there was a rugby, I, I, and I don't I don't think there was a rugby club, um, but it wasn't sanctioned by the school. You know what I mean? And of course, this is back in the this is long before long time ago, back before cars and dirt and all that stuff. But uh, you know, we just kind of knew those college guys as a bunch of beer drinkers and a bunch of knuckleheads and kind of a you know, just these kind of hardcore, core, hardcore tough guys. You know what I mean? But, but that's not really the way you all look at soccer from your. I mean, rugby from your standpoint, is it? I mean, no, sir. It's 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 much more structured and technical of 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 what you're doing out there, rather than just a bunch of people running around with the ball and tackling. I mean, and, and I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just saying. Well, that, the, was, that oh, was the old club rules. I mean, that was the way it really got established. Um, you know, the old funny saying was, it's a hooligan's game played by gentlemen. Okay. You All know, right. So, yeah, the old the club days, especially at the college level, you would have them playing rugby. You'd get subbed out, go on the sideline, drink a beer, and go back in. Okay. That was really how it used to be. You know, but as it's grown a lot and then trying to get youth in high school involved, well, obviously you can't have alcohol. Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. But you need to teach the game and realize, that just like every other game, it's going to adapt. It's going to develop. It's going to change through the years. It's going to become more fast-paced, and it's a lot to learn. So, and, and for if we put this into perspective, there's probably 10 to 12 teams across the state of Tennessee that have active – active girls rugby programs, yes, right? Sir. Yes, sir. And so you you all won the state and then went to the Nationals this past weekend in Madison, Wisconsin. Like we said, ended up third. Yes, sir. Um, and the national championship was won by the host team. I would. Uh, yes, sir. It was won by a local team there, um, Divine Savior, Holy Angels. Okay. Um, fantastic team, fantastic club. You know, they're definitely one to look at and study. Um, and they are every year. And kind of structure your program after. I mean, you know, if you see somebody as successful as that, you want to emulate that as a program and I mean, and, do, and do some things that they do that you that you probably can or haven't been doing. You know, I mean. Well, and, and honestly, not just from that team, but from all the teams that we were fortunate enough to play against and to be around at the tournament, the rugby culture up there was just phenomenal. You know, okay. no animosity. It was, we've got videos where we've got multiple teams with us dancing to music. Okay. Just having, having a, good, a grand old having time. Having a good time. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, you know, you can still be competitive, still, still play as hard as you can possibly play, but you can also do it in a way that you treat each other with respect and follow by it and play by the rules, which, you know, we talked about earlier, playing rugby by the rules might not be as violent a game as people believe it to be, right? I mean, right. And that's the thing. It's really more or less 
sounds bad to put it this way, but it's controlled chaos. Okay. You know, I got to, you. to those that aren't familiar with it, it looks just like chaos and it's easily to be lost and it takes a while to learn it. But for those that are out there doing it, there's a method to the madness. Uh, just uh, to kind of, you know, bring our, our young ladies into this, uh, uh, Lily and Kayana, what was your experience like up in Wisconsin? Tell me, tell me a little bit about what it, what that impression was to you. Um, my experience in Wisconsin, it was just like an amazing feeling. That was my first time ever being in a national anything, and this is my first year playing, so just an amazing experience to just come out and just be third, like be top three. Like it was just great. This was actually my second time coming. The first time, mm, I don't really want to get into that. I feel like we could have did a lot better with our attitude, such as. But going back there with a different team, with a different attitude, having more positive comments to each other, and just being able to work on the field, I think that was more what rugby is really about, especially whenever you consider these rugby girls as your family, you treat them as such. Now, so. yeah. one thing I'd like to know from you young ladies is, you know, there are a lot of sports options out there, obviously softball, basketball, you know, what tennis, whatever the deal is. How did you, Kiana, how did you, how did you pick rugby? I mean, well, how did um, you come about? Did you wake up one morning or, or did you have one of, one of a friend on the team? Um, I really just wanted to play for a long time. Like it just looked fun, like really, really fun. I was uh, like, I'm, I'm going to try it. So I finally just came out. You know, tried it, and I just – I've loved it ever since. Like, it's so fun. The sisterhood, the environment, just everybody around you. Like, we're all together. Like, it's just – One unit. Feeling. Yes. Okay. And, Lily, what about you? I actually what? started when I was a freshman. I seen my cousin, Tiana Woodson, she was playing, and then she was like, you should do rugby. And so I was getting ready to go to a, a, a practice, and then as soon as I almost walked through the door, I said, no, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just like you almost right there, just walk through the door. And then whenever I started the practice, they're just like you actually got the hang of that. And I was just like, I just like hitting and running. And then he's like, it's more than that. And I was like, I'm, I'm willing to learn that too. Okay. Uh, and and you know, some it it can get it can get pretty violent sometimes. It can you know tackling and uh, but you know you've got a coach coach that obviously knows what he's doing and Coach yeah. Vance, and he he can coach you in ways to kind of like you say control that chaotic. Uh, physicality of it so that you don't get hurt, right? Yes, and, whenever he came. And you're not hurting someone else. Yeah, whenever he came, we were like, coach is just like, what is going on with these tackles? We got to fix them a little <laughs> bit. And so, like, whenever we first started, he was like, you got to drive your feet because we were always dragging people down, and that's actually a dangerous tackle. And we were always high tackle, too. We were never getting low. So he always emphasized us on us getting low and tackling and then moving the ball with your hands, like following the ball with your hands because we also just had a problem just flinging the ball and not seeing who we're passing it to because if you don't know who you're passing it to, it's just very – confusing and you get very fatigued because you're just the ball's behind there we got to run back and get it and then you turn around and it's like a 6-2 girl ready to hit you just like i want to go home <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully that 6-2 girl knows what she's doing and won't inflict any any extra pain uh, on top of a tackle yeah it, in every season there's that moment that it clicks hey we got something special here when did that happen for you girls um, I feel like it happened the first game of the season, actually, um, or the second game. Um, everybody was just, like, dialed in. Like, everybody had a goal. Everybody was motivated to, you know, go to get to that point that we want to go. And I just feel like it was just 
just we were all just locked in. We were all ready, great, amazing athletes, all that. Now, what what do you what do you attest your four hundred and seventeen points with three forfeits at 20, 20 points a game, right, coach? Is that how that works? Yeah. So in a, in a forfeit, you know, of course, the losing team gets zero points. Okay. And they only give the winning team twenty. I got points. you. I got you. So, so I mean, it's fine. But for us, when we're putting up more points. That's it, right. it could have been a more lopsided number. So what do you attest that to? Do you attest it to your team's overall speed? And as as well, speed also is, is a killer on defense too, right? I mean, it works. I mean, obviously speed is great on offense to score, uh, outrun, and not get tackled. And, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not super knowledgeable about rugby. I told you all about this. But is it the speed, you think, that, that the Columbia Central – high school girls rugby team has is it the speed that kills i mean is that it well with rugby it's all around we do have a lot of speed but our fours as well which are powerful hitters are versatile too and they actually have a lot of speed more than what they look so whenever we play they're just like oh they're not that fast and then the girl's gone and it's like oh shoot she's going go get you go get you and so with us all like we're able to just move around and it's just the conditioning that our coach makes us do so not also are we all like speedy fast we're very powerful too because we emphasize on like hitting low and basically just being whatever you do make it powerful yeah kiana you're you're a little bit more slender and tall you're kind of you know you're you know it was what we would call wiry and kind of lanky back then. but then again you're in high school so uh do you find being taller? Do you find size is is, is a bit for just for our listeners because we could have potential rugby players out here. Do you think rugby players come in all shapes and sizes? Yeah. I mean, Definitely. and and uh, and uh, I guess all speeds. They all don't have to be super fast. Their mm-hmm. their leg strength and their it, it counts uh, counts too in the rugby game. Yes, Kayana is one of the fastest players on the field. If you watch the national game, she literally sprained her ankle and then she ran around a whole bunch of girls and made a try. I was like, oh my gosh, she's literally like her. She's her. Maybe you ought to, if you're that quick, maybe you ought to look into track. I mean, who knows? Who knows what 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 this filters into other sports, right? I I mean, I don't know that this coach wants her to play track because that's the same time. Oh, track 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 and rugby are at the same time, aren't they? They are at the same time, and I'll be honest. um, you know, a lot of these players and part of the reason for going to the Nationals was getting them some more looks from colleges. You know, Lily here's already signed. She's going to be playing Division II NCAA rugby, you know, next fall. Kiana here was a very popular topic at Nationals. So this Her is – Her and several other players. This Great. is a vessel. And this is, what, this is what I want my listeners to understand. This is a vessel to other avenues. And I think – and I think you guys realize that. And it, it, rugby – believe it or not, has opened up a whole new door of opportunities for young ladies like you and your teammates. Uh, and and not only to be a unit and a team and something that's a little different. You know, when you say, what do you know, I'm on the girls, I'm on the rugby team. You know, and it's kind of, you all take, it seems like you take a little pride in that and a little, a little unity as a team and that in itself is, is pretty darn cool. Yeah, because a lot of females, like you, whenever you say rugby, you don't really imagine a female playing rugby. just like, oh, it's men's. No, it's also women's too. And I think I enjoy women's more than men's rugby because it's more, like, stern and more 
I forgot how to say, but it's more, it's just more because okay. men like they, they it can be more. That's okay. Yeah. Because when men like they're very aggressive and women are aggressive too, but they're more tactful when they do it. It's more clean when I, I think when I say, okay. So I really, I think cause a lot of sports are like made for men. Like you look at a sport and it's like basketball. Oh, that's a men's sport. Soccer, oh, that's a men's sport. But most of like volleyball, oh, that's a women's sport. That's something that you would say. But you wouldn't think about rugby and be like, oh, that's a women's sport. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. I, we, we're up against our first break and our, our segment's uh, coming to an end here. But I just want to, Kate, thank Coach Vance, Kiana, and Lee Lee, and Coach Vance's wife, Brittany, for coming in today and sharing their, uh, you know, their journey, uh, their to the state championship, third in the nation. We couldn't be prouder for you all representing Columbia the way you do. And thank you all for coming in this afternoon. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Okay. We'll be right back. I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike. And I tell you what, we just had a terrific conversation with the coach and a couple of members and the staff of the Columbia High School Girls State Champion rugby team. And they also uh, just got back from Madison, Wisconsin, where they were third. And Mike, I... Very impressed by, uh, well, by all four, all, all four of the, the 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 people we met today. Yeah, I, I, fortunately, I had a chance to meet a couple of the other girls that were on the team, and when they and uh, Jack Cobb and I went with the Big Yellow School Bus, and uh, the whole team is just very, very impressive, and uh, in a sport that. Like you said, most people think is an extremely violent sport. Uh, it's rough. I mean, there's no question about that. It's rough I've, and tough. I've but it was it was amazing to me. It was amazing to me just how composed, how you know, and, and I and I, I I say this in the high how ladylike. You yeah. know, you think a lot of you know rugby players rough and tough stuff like that, and then these these ladies. Sure. But then, from what I understand, you don't want to mess with them on the ball field. Well, <laughs> they'll, they'll light you up on the ball field. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we found out the break. I was talking to uh, Miss Harris, and uh, she's a senior, and she's getting a, uh, along with her academic scholarship, she's getting a uh, athletic scholarship to uh, a college in Davenport, Michigan. To play and, rugby for them, and how yeah, impressive uh, is even, that? Even though, even though it quote, it, it's not yet. I'm going to say yet a TWSWA sport. I think it's I think it's going to be on its way because I'm seeing a lot more interest involved in it. But uh, it's still a very very viable path to college. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, and you're like- a young lady athlete or gentleman. I, you know, I, I, there's a general, you know, there's a men's team as well. Um, that's a that's a ticket to college that a lot of people just down here, it, you know, Tennessee doesn't necessarily think about it first. It absolutely opens up a whole yes. new avenue doors of, of, to opportunities. And, and uh, we have a coaching staff here in Columbia that knows how to get that top level 
So if you get the opportunity to play here with Columbia Central, you're going to get Go and try top level give instruction. It a shot. You're going to get top level coaching, top level instruction. There you go. Well, I tell you who uh, who's on the top level right now, and that's Brooks Kepka over the weekend. He won the USPGA Championship at Oak Hill in Rochester, New York, and Mr. Kepka, uh, when he was done, he was nine under. Two shots above Scotty Scheffler, who came in second. Obviously, is this is this a nightmare for the PGA that a live yeah, golfer you know, that a mean, live golfer? He's a live golfer, and that two out of the two out of the top four were live golfers. And you know, there's no way around that. Um, you know, I, I don't think that diminishes. I don't think that diminishes the PGA, so to speak. And I don't think it diminishes live. Uh, I think the guys playing in live. Would love to play in all PG, oh, in all the PGA. Yeah, events. I think to me it almost kind of legitimizes some of the live I mean, situation because yeah. here, yeah, you, know, you got live golfers that are winning, sure, and sure. placing very high in the PGA. Of course, they these are also former PGA players well, as well. So that's right. Were, and like and like we, it's not like they weren't there before. Like we said, <laughs> now there are were sixteen live golfers that competed in the PGA Championships, and in order to keep competing in the PGA championship, you have to finish 15th or higher. See, and in order to do that, you got to play some good golf. You got to play some pretty good golf. So what's probably going to happen is as time goes by and these guys don't and live, don't qualify or they don't make the cut or whatever the deal is, they're probably going to be filtered out of a lot of PGA events, especially a major, uh, like you know, like a PGA championship. Um now second place went to Scheffler at minus seven. Victor Hovland was tied with Scheffler at minus seven, and Bryson DeChambeau, a live golfer, came in fourth at minus three. So like I said, two out of the four. Yep. Top four were live were live golfers. But I tell you who stole the show over the weekend. There's a PGA teaching pro from Mission VA. Of I California. heard about. I heard about this. His name is Michael Block. He is 46 years old, and <laughs> I mean, think about this. This is like this is like going out to Legends Legends Golf Course in Brentwood, and the teaching pro that you go and pay 100, 125, 150 dollars an hour for for golf lessons. He goes to a qualifying tournament somewhere, where I. And then he qualifies for to make the field of PGA. And then he pulls this kind of 10-cup Kevin Costner thing. And he winds up tied for 15th place overall in the tournament. Not only that, on the 15th hole, he slam dunks in a 151-yard par three. The ball in flight. It didn't. It didn't hit the green and bounce in the hole. He, he landed it. it, it in, oh it, wow! <laughs> it hit the pin and went directly in the hole and stuck there. And he didn't even. He was playing with Rory McIlroy. Yeah, that and whole, it, yeah, which, can, he's just freaking out just to play with Rory McIlroy, you know. And all of a sudden, McIlroy turns around, and starts hugging the guy, and he didn't. He couldn't see it. He didn't see it. Yeah. So he's thinking. And he said on on the interview after at the end of at the end of the tournament, he told the lady interviewing. He said. Uh, he said, I, I, "All of a sudden, Roy McIlroy started hugging me. I didn't know what I didn't know well, what was to, going on." To kind on. of give some perspective, they were what? How far away? One hundred and seventy-two yards. One hundred fifty-one yards. One hundred and fifty-one yards, and he's shooting from one hundred and fifty-one yards a, a four and a half, maybe four, a four and a half foot four, wide 
hole in the ground. You mean foot or inch? Or yeah, foot, yeah, yeah. Okay. I said foot. I said foot. Yeah, didn't foot I? Pretty, yeah. I might be able to. Yeah, get I might be able to hit that. I mean, that's, four that's, and a half inch. That's like a yeah. That's like a laundry yeah, basket. That, that, I think that, I could do a laundry basket. In a very basket. real sense, if in a very real sense, y'all take a thirty-two ounce cup, and the top of that cup <laughs> is what he's shooting at. Now, over <laughs> and the, he lands it in the air. Since you get this, since two thousand seven, Michael Block, this PGA teaching pro from Mission Viejo, California. And he also he, he's at the Arroyo Trabuco Country Clubs where he where he is a pro. Um, he's only made four cuts. That's an, that that means he's only been able to play a Saturday and Sunday in twenty four PGA events that he has entered since two thousand and seven. Okay, uh, and the most recent he did make a cut was the Barbasol Championship where he finished seventy first. So. I mean, he had never made a cut in a major before. He shoots three seventies in a row, and guess what he did when he's <laughs> he's tied for um, I can't remember where he was after after Saturday, but he had shot seventy on Thursday, seventy Friday, and seventy Saturday, and he didn't go to the hotel room and, and relax. He went out with a couple of his buddies and had a couple of beers. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, hey, I'm going to enjoy this moment. I, I don't get to come here and that's often. That's what he said. He said, I'm going to enjoy this. Might not ever happen again. And I'm going to enjoy this. And he comes back and he shot a 71 on Sunday. Sunk that, <laughs> sunk that last putt. He sunk about a 12 footer to leave him tied for 15th. And that means he automatically comes back next, next year. year to the USPGA championship. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to qualify for anything. And he's also been invited to the Charles Schwab um, Invitational, which is a sponsor exemption inv invite from Charles Schwab. And uh, let me see, just right right before we go to this break, his biggest payday before in golf was $75,000 when he won a small PGA uh, tournament, and he got paid $288,000 yesterday. And first nice place, Brooks, Brooks Kepta got $3.15 million. Um, so congratulations to Michael Block. And, you know, things Hey, things like this can happen to anybody at any time. You just got to keep on plugging away, yeah. man. You know, keep going for it. Yeah, and, and shifting gears into another sport, you came really, really close picking a winner, didn't you? Uh, I had, I had that. We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> talk. We're going to talk about the Preakness and the NBA on the backside of this. Uh, as we move into our second break of the day, I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike on the board. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And uh, if you just give us a few minutes, we'll be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike. He is on the board and working our magic, and uh, uh, we've got some NBA action from this weekend. We've got some NHL action, but the first thing I want to start off with is the second leg of the Triple Crown, uh, the Preakness, held at Pimlico, or what? What it, what used to be called Pimlico. Now it's called the Maryland Jockey Club. They refer to it. But I think Pimlico is it's kind of a Maryland Jockey Club slash Pimlico, Pimlico race course. And the winner was National Treasure, who was a three-to-one uh, 
three to one odds on that horse, and uh, it is a Bob Baffert owned trained horse. And if you all remember who Bob Baffert is, uh, Bob Baffert had Medina Spirit a couple of years ago that won the Kentucky Derby and then was disqualified uh, for failing two drug tests. Um, and leading up to that race, Baffert had also, who he's from the West Coast, uh, lives in just just above in the mountains, just above Del Mar race course. But a lot of his horses run at Del Mar and Santa Anita, and he also had some horses going down leading up to that Kentucky Derby two years ago. So he was under big scrutiny. Uh, Medina Spirit won the Kentucky Derby. They stripped that horse and Baffert and their owners of uh, of that honor of winning. Uh, and then he was banned for two years. That ban extended through this Kentucky Derby this year. Uh, however, he did run National Treasure in the second leg, and National Treasure beat the this year's Kentucky Derby winner, Mage. Um, Mage came in third. Uh, like I said, Nat, uh, National Treasure came in first. And then, excuse me, yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. And then my horse, Blazing Sevens, came in second by just – I mean, I heard it was wasn't by like much a neck. at all. It yeah. was it, it, that much. It was. I mean, it was really close, and I they were both battling down the, the stretch, and it was really truly something to see in a great horse race. Um, but I had a little money on that horse coming in second too, so I did okay. We we did all right. But I did have the second. I don't know what's up. I always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> I had the second in the Derby, and I had second in uh, in the Preakness. Maybe I can do a you're, little better. You're, you're one of the best. The runner, you're one of the best runner-up betters around. I, I, huh? I guess so. But you know that you can also <laughs> bet a horse. You can also bet the horse to come in second or third. So if you did that, then you're in good shape. Um, all right. Uh, now, talking about Baffert, and congratulations to National Treasure to win the Preakness is, is something else. And he beat the Kentucky Derby winner, Mage. And you could tell how excited his fam the Baffert's son, Bodie, and his wife when they had him on. And Bob was a little choked up too. And, and one of the reasons he choked up, because he had a horse in the sixth race Saturday – um, having a meltdown, a four to, and the horse went off at four to one odds, uh, broke down at the top of the stretch mm. and had a non-operable fetlock injury, mm. uh, which is the bone right above the hoof. It's If, if you could think about yeah. on a, on a, wrist. a human, you would be, think about your wrist, your wrist yeah. or an ankle on, on your legs, but – just think about just think about breaking, shattering your wrist bone as you were to put it down on the ground and running. Um, they had to pull the dark screens out, and um, the equine ambulance came out, uh, and they unfortunately had to put the horse down right there on on the track at the top of the stretch in front of you know that whole crowd. But I mean, they obviously had them behind screens, and, and, right. and it's not to be seen. And it was probably done pretty quickly. They, and wasn't there a challenge race? Uh, there's some kind of challenge race. I remember watching when I was growing up. Uh, no, I don't know. There, there was a challenge was between two courses. They were it was just ruffian a, and um, it, ruffian and somebody else. Yeah, and we'll and one of the up. horses in the back stretch stumbled yeah, and broke her went down, broke yeah. the leg, and yeah. it was it was a pretty ugly so, uh, wreck like that. Bob. Baffert, the, the 
at, at the time, uh, having a meltdown broke down at the top of the stretch. She, he went down and the, threw the jockey over the front, and Luis Saez was the jockey, and he had some type of injury, but I don't have an update on him. I hope he's doing well. Jeff Ruby Steakhouse, uh, who sponsors a lot of these jockeys that run at Churchill Downs, well, really all over the country. Uh, you'll see on their pants it'll have Jeff Ruby Steakhouse written up the side. Uh, they had one, two, and three. Uh, in the Preakness this week. So they, they spent money well spent, yeah. and they had first, second, and third in the Preakness. So uh, congratulations to Jeff Ruby, and uh, that just shows you a little extra advertising. We'll get your name out there. And, uh, you know, and hopefully people come in and eat more steaks, I guess. Is what <laughs> want. All right, the NBA uh, is in full swing. Saturday, the Denver Nuggets took a 3 to nothing series lead over the Los Angeles Lakers. And game four is tonight. And the Nuggets, um, who I have said from the beginning, can shut out the Lakers, get the brooms out. Yeah. And I, it looks like the Lakers are done. I don't, you know, no, you know how many teams have come back from a 3 0 deficit in the NBA playoffs? I uh, can probably count them on one finger. Yeah, zero. <laughs> if you curve that finger <laughs> yeah, and, there we and go. touch Bring your thumb around. with it, zero have come back. Now yeah. they've, they've come back to tie it up 3 3, but ended up ultimately losing that series. So there, there's been three teams that have come back to tie it 3-3, but they all ultimately lost. lost so nobody has ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in the NBA uh, f- uh, playoffs. Um, so good luck uh, is all I can tell the Lakers tonight. Yesterday, uh, another shocker, the Miami Heat is up 3-0 in the series, uh, best of best of seven. They stomp. I can say that wasn't even a game. The uh, after Boston the first Celtics one twenty eight to one hundred two yesterday, and Magic Johnson said he said, "quote I never thought I'd see a Celtics team quit," is what he said. And remember, mm-hmm. Magic Johnson beat back in the eighties when he went up against Larry Bird back in the day. He beat the Celtics two out of three yeah. series that they played in in the eighties. And Charles Barkley. Uh, referring to one of the studio guys talking about how much better uh, Boston will be in game four. Uh, Charles Barkley said, well, you obviously didn't watch game three tonight yeah, because he was referring to Boston basically quitting quitting the game once they got down. So they're down uh, 0-3, and that next game will be Tuesday night at Miami. Um, So that's what's going on. We've we've run over the – Everything. Also, real quick, in the NHL, Eastern Conference, the Florida Panthers are up 2-0 uh, over the <clears throat> over Carolina Hurricanes. And in the western side of the NHL, the Las Vegas Golden Knights won in overtime, 3-2 over Dallas, and they lead that series 2 to nothing. Sounds and like that game. Those games have been really, really competitive. That's they. They really have all four of those. All four of those games have gone into overtime. First time ever that the, have a conference, lead, final, yeah, that the conference finals have yeah. ever gone into all four of the first four games have gone into overtime. First time that ever happened. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, and for Coach Mike, we thank you all for listening today, and we thank the Central High School State Champion 
girls rugby team for showing up and educating us yep. on, on on that game. And and again, extend that congratulations to their third place national in the nationals. There you go. So okay, we'll be back with you on Thursday about the same time. Don't please join us. And uh, thank you for listening.